again and welcome to I've Got a Beatles podcast with Dave and Chris. And today we have a couple things to talk about. I don't know, just a few few things in the Beatles sphere going around right now. Have you cleared your evening, Dave? Have you, have, do you have enough water? I, I do. I've got my water. I've got my lists. I mean, we are set. We have I've, I've been looking forward to this because it's it, the main topic is, of course, it's the our Beatles holiday annual holiday episode gifts episode. Uh, but we also, we can't let the occasion go by because we're recording today on November 28th. And you and I have both finished the three-part uh, get back series. Uh, yeah. docu- I, I don't even know if I call it a documentary because it's more of a drama i I don't know there's a lot we have to come it's going to be a lot of processing to figure out what to call this or what to make of it but uh before we get into the the actual gift episode chris and i thought it would be a good idea to talk a little bit about some quick reviews here and i'll let you take it from here well was this the best weekend for fans of the beatles ever well i would say since the anthology definitely yeah yeah i i just it, it was overwhelming yeah 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 very eight, much eight so. hours eight hours of mostly fresh never before seen in some cases never before and heard beatles tunes i know i know the highlight for you is ringo farting <laughs> and but, then mentioning like, it uh, uh, mentioning it uh, but like a <laughs> but but I, I no kidding aside a lot a lot of little human moments of yeah. the beatles just hanging out and yeah. talking and being friends and 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 all of that and then the incredible amount of music none of which i got tired of I could have listened. I've got a feeling another eight times. <laughs> it was just like thrilling to me. Yeah, I, I think like the anthology in some ways was a game changer. I think this is definitely a game changer for how we'll understand the end of the Beatles and the get back period and a lot of other tangential things that it, it touched on parts of their history, parts of their songs just so many different threads uh, but it, it it was definitely lived up to its billing for sure yeah and exceeded it and exceeded in, yeah. in my in my estimation exceeded it. it's just it, uh, just two quick things one anybody who wanted an hour and a half version of this in theaters uh, obviously now you probably changed your mind on that <laughs> yeah yeah. Unless you're completely like, it still haven't watched it. In which case, I don't know what's wrong. Why are you listening uh, to this podcast then? Yeah. yeah. But however, they have said that if, if Peter Jackson has said it will be out on Blu-ray. So do yeah. do not, if you did, if you are still a holdout, then you, you will be able to see it on Blu-ray. If for some reason, watching it on Disney Plus is too disdainful for you but i thought i thought the presentation was was spectacular it was in dolby atmos the sound was great uh i put it on my stereo uh uh setup and just was like fantastic it blasted it pretty much the weekend is sort of a blur from yes. from thanksgiving day on uh was mostly beatles in this in this uh establishment and then too like just so many stuff so much stuff that we had no idea was coming yeah like the yeah. the secret what do you think of the secret paul john recording well that's what i mean it was that, yeah i i like if it was just that i would have been like oh my god this is the greatest thing i've ever yes. heard or yes. seen but it was like a hundred of those so yeah obviously just way too much to talk about it to fold it into this gifts episode uh where we are <laughs> have enough to talk about so we will do a separate episode for this and i think that both of us probably want to do a full rewatch take some notes but i think it's i think it might even be better if we get your feedback the listener so let's please have you email us you can email me at uh, i've got a beatles podcast at outlook.com or hotmail.com either one also yeah. uh, post to our Facebook page as well. We've yeah. already gotten uh, at least one person's done that. 
Well, maybe we'll put a thread so we yes. can get comments from from you guys on a on a separate thread. So, yeah. Um, and then we'll record. I, I'm about to go on a little uh, uh, well deserved because I saved up my vacation days, a one week long vacation. So excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, I I'm excited. You know, there were a lot of as we've said before. We it's a policy of I've got a Beatles podcast that we don't do the hot takes right immediately after something because we need time. It's usually even with Ringo's EPs, we wanted to listen to them a little bit. Yeah. And and this is definitely no exception because it's just so overwhelming. I felt, I I really felt overwhelmed. I felt it it was just at the end of each episode i just was worn out i had to kind of yeah. sit sit down and just do something else i went outside for a walk it just had to get away yeah you know, it's just emotional and yeah very emotional uh, yeah and funny sad yeah. powerful thought-provoking uh all all the one, emotions one of those two where you listen through to the end of the credits because the yes. credits have stuff you've never right. heard just right. amazing amazing stuff so uh the quick review of it is spectacular yeah and i i think we're gonna see i think <laughs> re-watching it have some other views i mean i don't think there are some things i would have done differently or some things that i thought maybe were less effective but that's more because of i, I my main thing is and i don't get to spoil it too much but trying to figure out who this is for because it's i don't know a lot of random people who are going to sit down and watch eight hours of non-narrated documentary but for mm-hmm. anybody who has any sense of the beatles history how, how could this end be anything but essential and yeah it's an yeah. it's a it's an absolute love letter to the beatles fan absolutely um yeah. and things we only dreamed we could see we ne- i don't think i ever dreamed no anything close to uh being able to see what we uh, got to see so no um, no. And now, now here's my other question, Dave. Is this the best year in Beatles release history? Mm. Because just, we're about to yeah. do this gifts episode and it is extreme amount of stuff that's out there. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think it is probably the best, but it's not because of, it. I, I hate to say it. Do I blame it? I, I want to, Give a shout out to COVID for making this the biggest Beatle year ever, because it we we some of the things that we're going to talk about probably would have been released last year in 2020, yeah. but they just happened to all bunch up this year and make it really the best, not just for Beatles but for solo as well. All the Beatles had something come out or some you know, either book or. Yeah, recording or EP or everything. So, yeah. Well, uh, let's get started with books, because this is one year where, you know, sometimes we're like scrounging around trying to find, (laughs) you know, some some self-released book or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But there's some uh, really spectacular releases this year, starting with this the, The Beatles Get Back book that as I had stated before that I really felt that this was going to be a companion book to the documentary. And so I had bought it, but I was kind of like, I looked at some of the pictures and I started reading some of it. And I said, I think I'm spoiling the documentary for myself. <laughs> right. Well, I don't think, I think I probably could have read it cover to cover and still enjoyed the documentary uh, separate from the book. But it did. It is a little bit. It very much goes along with the documentary. So it's almost like a program for the uh, eight-hour play that we watched, or something. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but during the during the documentary, I did pick a day or two, and I did try to follow. Now, of course, not everything is. There's stuff in the book that's not in the movie because they you know obviously you're not going to show every single moment but yeah they're or vice versa but yes but you can you can still follow pretty well what's going on so the book will say rehearsals on i've got a feeling and then that's what you see them working on so they're not they're not talking they're just playing exactly so but it was really helpful and it does read i, I don't know about you but it 
when you read the the big, you know, for the example, the big big drama between George and Paul about I'll play whatever you want me to play. It yeah. doesn't seem as harsh. Well, I don't think it seems as harsh anyway. Now that we have context for it, it doesn't seem so bad. But reading it on the page, it doesn't come off particularly mean or anything at all. So yeah. but you get a different different sense. So definitely essential to have that book. I think so, too. I, you probably all everybody out there have the anthology book. And I think that this this is just as essential to have in your collection as the anthology book. Maybe a step back from the anthology yeah. book. You know, obviously the anthology book really didn't follow along so much with the anthology documentary. No, uh, but and it is chronological, and there's still, it is uh, an easy read. Well, this is an easy read too because yeah. it is it is that sort of dialogue straight from the. Uh, film so mm -hmm. so that's a thumbs up an even bigger thumbs up to me dave for this spectacular paul mccartney the lyrics i have bought it in the uh green in america here we get the green casing i know some people don't like the green casing it's like come on but it comes in two volumes a through k l through z and they're two full complete heavy books yeah it reminds you of the inside a dictionary if you had a dictionary when you were a kid. And I just think it's great, Dave. I I, I uh love just kind of flipping through it, stopping it. Here's Rocky Raccoon. Uh you get the full, you get the little bit of detail on the recording and that. You get the very clean looking lyrics, and then you get a probably usually about two to four pages tops. Usually it's only about two pages of just Paul kind of talking out loud, waxing poetic about what that song. Oh, oh, I came up with this because I was doing this. And, you know, sometimes it has tangential stories. Uh, sometimes it's very much, uh, you know, the stories that you've already known about certain songs. But uh, I, I think it's it's really terrific, and I, I'm loving it. I think uh, this right next on my shelf to I Me Mine, I think this one I'll probably grab more than I Me Mine, but I love it. I, mm -hmm. I, I don't know. What was your reaction to this book? So I bought the Kindle version because yeah. I am trying to not have as much clutter around the house, even though it is, as you're showing it to me now, uh, and as I've seen it around, it is beautifully done. Uh, but then the Kindle version has... And if you look at it on on your computer or whatever app, you can see a lot of the same things are there in color. And in a way, it's easier than having a book book because you can just, oh, I want to look up Rocky Raccoon and I can just one click and I've got it and it's right there. But I think it's really nice and I've already used it. I'm writing this uh, essay chapter on Maxwell's Silver Hammer for an upcoming book and I went right to it. And so I got a great new citation to put in instead of the same old, same old, I have the freshest version of what McCartney thinks of that song and, and got a good clip from it. So I think it's great. It's something I'm going to keep going back to. I'm excited about the, some of the obscure tunes that are in there and yeah. what's in there. So the, the song choices, uh, somebody helpfully, you knew this would happen on Spotify, put together a McCartney lyrics playlist so you can follow it all the way through. And yeah, I've done what, done that. What I've been doing and I haven't been reading in order. I've just been kind of like picking it up and then flipping kind of and then being like, oh, here's uh, arrow through me, for instance. Right, right. And then what I'll do is I'll be like, hey, Alexa, play that song and I'll like listen to the song while I'm reading the thing and, yeah. been, you know, sipping my coffee and everything. And it's been a nice, uh, I, I imagine I'll be doing that for years to yeah. come. So I really love it. Really love it. I think, I think it's been a thumbs way up to me, the lyrics book. Yes. It it's kind of hard is. to do a full, I know that people do these full episodes and full videos. This is obviously an audio podcast, so we don't, we don't have unboxings or anything like that to do. Uh, so it's kind of hard to have a long, full episode. I mean, sometimes people ask us to do full episodes on certain books. And it's just to me, I'm like, I can't imagine how to 
talk about this sensibly for a long time. Right. You know? This is not like a doing a, a audio podcast on To Kill a Mockingbird or something that has, yeah. is an actual story narrative. Yeah. This is more of a reference book, I would say, that you're going to each each reader is going to do whatever they look at it, however they do it. It's going to be very different. So, yeah, that might be the release of the year to me. Well, it, it got book of the year in oh yeah in Barnes, uh, Barnes and, Noble. and Noble. How do you yeah. think like some some author, some guy who's like a regular <laughs> author, is like what the McCartney book? What the uh, yeah After book you, of the I, year? And I worked on this novel for fifteen years. And <laughs> That's right. That's right. Lost my wife. This guy's like, me. oh, I don't know. I remember writing a song, and those John was there. You know, somebody else like yeah. uh, uh, helps him write it down. Right. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, author Paul McCartney, though, not yes. his only release of the year. Of no. course, we've got the wonderful Green Hey Grand Dude uh, sequel, Grand Dude's Green Submarine, out October fifth. So if you're shopping for the uh, Beetle Kids, oh, uh, illustrated by Catherine Durst, by the way. Well, I'll be buying that because I bought Hey Grand Dude for my nieces and they loved it. My sister yeah. told me that it was so it was a big hit. They were asking them, asking my sister to read it several times. So you can bet I will be getting Grand Dude's Green Submarine for Christmas. Yeah, it's a, a beautiful looking book. And and the I, I'm, he's really got something with the Hey Grand Dude franchise. Yeah. In fact, you can get some just jumping ahead to our merch you can get some hey grand dude merch <laughs> oh so, i'm gonna look and maybe i'll yeah. get more gifts for my nieces here right. yeah you should definitely <laughs> definitely check out the yeah. hey grand dude stuff there but that's not all dave that's no there's more all. there's even more which is linda mccartney related the linda mccartney cookbook Linda McCartney's Family Kitchen, over 90 plant-based recipes to save the planet and nourish the soul. Now, Dave, both of us are, I would say, plant-based. Yes, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe I uh, occasionally have a little bit of uh, meat, but both of us are mainly eat, eat in a plant-based way, plant-based lifestyle. So I was flipping through this. I do not own this yet. Do you? No, I don't either. Uh, but I was flipping through this, and it does have a couple recipes here on the fr a free version that you can see a little bit of. So I'm going to try a recipe or two. Out of it. That's a good idea. I was going to watch. the. There was a interview with Paul and Stella and Mary McCartney yeah. talking about this book. So I, I, it kind of got me interested as well. So I think I will take a look. And back in the day, I bought a couple of Linda's frozen dinners. Uh -huh. were, they were just okay. Uh, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I think the recipes are probably better than the, the frozen stuff that had like 1500 milligrams of sodium in it. <laughs> yeah. And the, really, this is there's been a Linda McCartney cookbook or two out there before. Yeah. And uh, really, kind of like if you look at the cover of it, those old ones now, they really kind of haven't aged well. So I think, no. <laughs> I think that get a fresh kind of update on that. And get really got some great pictures in here, and yeah, so that's uh four major releases really for from uh all Paul McCartney kind of centered. Yeah. Uh, now other books, Dave, there uh, I, I came up with a few other books, I'm not sure if you've got a few on your list there. Mm -hmm, I do. Um, so what uh, what's one that you've got on your list? Well, actually, three, uh, but two by the same author. So, Ken, our friend of the show, Ken Womack, has oh, yeah has a couple of books this year. There's a collection of essays about being a Beatle fan called Fandom and the Beatles, edited by two friends of the show, Ken Womack and Kid O'Toole. And oh, yeah. it's called Fandom and the Beatles, the act you've known for all these years. So uh, it's more of an academic collection of essays about being a Beatle fan from all different perspectives. So we'll, we'll, link, we'll link to all these. And then he also has another one written with Jason Krupa called All Things Must Pass Away, Harrison Clapton and Other Assorted Love Songs. So related to All Things Must Pass and Layla, which were both released in the same year. And of course, George and Eric were EC were very intimately associated and 
intimately acquainted as friends uh, and wife swappers. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so two two interesting ones there. EC obviously been in the news this year, but we, yes. we, we won't ding him too much for his current views. No. But yeah, this uh, d- definitely looks like a fascinating uh, more on the story between those two guys who had a weird kind of close friendship that almost like was greater than this sort of relationship thing that was happening in the yeah. in behind the scenes. So would even write songs together about the yeah yeah (laughs) the uh whole thing so um yeah so that looks like a fascinating one and then one more the only other book i have something that looks kind of interesting to me is that's called the beatles in los angeles yesterday today and tomorrow and it's about the whole time that the beatles or the different experiences the beatles had in la and i'm curious to see about when they saw the birds in la and with lsd and that's when she said she said was written and all of that so it's written by Jamie or Jeremy Lovers and Tom Weitzel. So I'll be interested to take a look. Doesn't look like a huge book. So just kind of a uh, book about what the Beatles experiences were like in LA with new interviews. So something to check out as well. Um, author Mike Evans has put out this book, uh, Paul McCartney and the stories behind the classic songs. I, I think it's either well-timed or (laughs) ill-timed because uh, flipping through it, it, it's very similar to the McCartney, the lyrics Uh (laughs) in that he's telling stories about the songs. Uh, However, I do think it focuses a little bit more on the post Beatles songs. So if you are a, uh, like a fan of uh, McCartney solo work as I am, and I know you are. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it might be interesting to take a take a check, check a look at that one. Uh, so that's out on hardcover. Came out September seventh. So okay. Um, and then how the Beatles knew a theory of how they wrote their songs, uh, uh, by Ilse Nicolini, which is interesting because it's more talking about music theory mm. and like how did they songwrite if they don't know if they didn't know what they were doing or how were they inspired were they inspired by drugs were they inspired by this Hmm. so uh and that one's in paperback it's only like 12 bucks so okay uh, we'll check uh, that one out maybe worth a worth a thing there so yeah but like i said we didn't have to deep dive too much on on scraping up the bottom of the barrel to try to find books because there's so many i would imagine too dave this this I am more of a Beatles fan than I was three days ago. Yeah, it's kind of it's weird, like more obsessive to find yeah. out and, and do more reading and more listening. And yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, we've only been doing this for what, 10 years? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I guess we're fans, but we've only been yeah. fans for 40 years or whatever. Uh, so, but So I'm imagining the uh, Joe Smith off the street who does catch the Beatles documentary and likes it uh can become an obsessive Beatles fan like oh yeah the rest of us so oh yeah <laughs> yeah so much now Dave now on to the music releases and um where I wanted to start with this Dave is with something we didn't talk about at all and that is McCartney 3 imagined of course, the dozens of different uh, vital <laughs> ladder vinyl. And <laughs> yeah, uh, there's some website. I'll have to put it in the notes because I don't have it pulled up. But there's some website out there that has all of the vinyl variants of both McCartney 3 and McCartney 3 Imagine listed. And it's insane. Yeah, it's like and there's some people who have gone to the trouble of collecting them all which i can't quite understand <laughs> personally but um you know i guess it's fun <laughs> each of their own yeah. each their own you know <laughs> feel like to have color colored uh vinyl on your wall i did not purchase this dave uh in fact i've seen it on sale for 15 dollars, and i still didn't purchase it and i didn't think much of the release at all i was like uh because it's not i mean it's paul but it's it's basically like a covers album. Or is it? Or is That's it? The, and, yeah. and, and, and now that I've listened to it a couple times, Dave, I'm like, 
maybe I was missing out on this because I it actually quite enjoyable. You and I, you took the words right out of my mouth because I didn't even crack it at all because I was just, first of all, I hadn't heard of half the people and wasn't interested. And I thought, oh, they're just going to do, you know, covers and not very interesting. And why, why is he doing this? He just released the album six months before. I don't understand. Is this just a, some cash grab? What is this? And then I started, you told me, uh, oh, we're going to talk about this one. We haven't talked about this. So listen to it. So I thought, all right, I'll listen to it for the first time all the way through. I'd heard the Beck song because that was, there yeah, was there's a video. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I liked it. I like Beck. And so I, I just listened to this album a lot. And I have to say, a, a part, there's a few, I few I'm not big fan of, but I think overall it's a good listen. And then I started reading a lot of reviews of it and it's very positive very yeah. for the most part, lots of nines, lots of nine out of tens or four out of five stars and, yeah, and got me into some of the songs in a different way. I like a lot of it. I like yeah. there's, there's one a track where it's very electronic, but they've turned basically a McCartney three tune into a McCartney two tune. Yes. Yeah, uh, because it's got that sort of uh, thing that's going on in the background of temporary secretary. In it. So that, it puts you in the mind of that one. Is that uh, deep, deep feeling? I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And there's a couple other uh, the St. Vincent one and the oh, women and wives. Yeah. yeah. And that's a it's like it's like a Paul song that they've remixed to sound a little more like a Portishead song. And uh, I just think that's really well done. And just as a listen uh, in the kitchen while I'm like making mm-hmm. dinner, I just was like having a great time. So I really think I missed the boat. Yes. On this. You, you, I, yeah. We both ignored it. We both kind of poo pooed it. And was, I, you know, obviously the, the whole, uh, it, uh, it depends on how you feel about all these uh, vinyl variants. If the, if you think it's silliness or everything's it's good. <laughs> But I think that kind of uh, I was like, why are they doing vinyl variants for this yeah. project? And then it, and it actually I was wrong. I was wrong. It, it's a good, good project. Good. Uh, give it a spin if you're yeah. out there, because, it, it, you know, we talk about these uh, uh, remixes being, oh, just another version of the album. Well, here's a really different version of the album that's uh, uh, very enjoyable. All that said, I still prefer listening to mccartney three sure uh but uh yeah it's good good thumbs up yeah and it was a good reminder actually because i haven't spun mccartney three for quite a while and so hearing these songs because like you said some of them actually do have mccartney on them in different ways uh, kind of in the forefront or in the background different reimaginings of him and then others have different artists singing them but it, it reminded me that that's a good album mccartney three and yes there's some good songs on there and it's worth listening to in different ways so i agree i i certainly prefer paul's version over everything else but this uh it was a good good way good reimagining of yeah. the songs yes yes and a lot of a lot of talented people on it and um so give give it a give it a shot yeah absolutely <laughs> uh, now uh the biggest the uh, biggest thing is these three huge colossal releases this year uh so let's just take them in chronological order we've talked about these in depth we did episodes on all three of so, them so i think what we do is just a, a kind of like sort of a review and our, how do we feel about it now and maybe which one to get plastic ono band was the first of these it's going in the deluxe edition six cd two blu-ray with the extra stuff on the blu-ray the yoko sessions the yoko sessions and that and it's going for just about under 100 bucks online right now currently i think that's a great price for this if you don't have it and i if you if you like the blu-rays then i say go for it now the two LP half speed master of this is che- cheaper than it was, but when it initially came out, it was almost seventy bucks for just two di- of the just a regular album too, 
which I thought was like a, a real overpriced. Like $35 a, a, a disc, basically. Exactly. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, 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 not, I wasn't happy about that. Um, so I, I think the, I think I made the right decision and bought the deluxe edition six CD two Blu-ray. You get that extra stuff on the Blu-ray that isn't even available streaming. Right. So, so you definitely want that one. So um, now all things must pass. Dave came out the George Harrison and we really had a long episode on that one. Um, and the, the long and short of it was spend the thousand dollars. No, no, uh, <laughs> no, the, the long and short of that was this came out in August and I got the, it was the first re- major release of all of these releases over the years, Sergeant Pepper, the, 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 any of the, any of the other releases from anybody else where you get the full thing on vinyl. Right. And because that, you ke- you'd keep getting cheated. If you bought the vinyl, you'd lose one of the discs or you'd lose the alternates or you'd lose yeah. something. And this is actually the same. Yes. The exact same amount of tracks. Every track that's on the CDs is on the vinyl. Every track that's on streaming is on the vinyl. So I think the choice here is either if you, if you, now we're hitting a point where the streaming is so good because now it's all in high def and the latest uh, Let It Be's in Adobe Atmos and all that. So if you got a good setup for streaming, I almost think you don't necessarily need the product. But if you're buying on this one, I think you definitely by the vinyl it's i i did and and i bought the full vinyl there are you know cheaper like oh the colored splatter vinyl and you know the the just the three main album uh you can get that if you want but i think that the full vinyl with all the extra stuff is great and i've been listening to it still I've been grabbing one and tossing it on kind of almost not looking which one I'm grabbing and uh, very much enjoy the set still Dave. Is it holding up for you? Yeah, I haven't listened to it. I listened to the actual, the remixed album not too long ago because I was kind of in the mood for all things must pass. So I put that on and it still sounds great. This is the first one as we talked about, I didn't buy any physical product for this one. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't regret that actually. I think, like you said, streaming got you all the tracks. So I was listening to it for the music. I don't need the extra stuff. I, I would like the vinyl because I like vinyl too, like you do. But it, it's not, I, I don't have enough time these days to sit down and actually listen to an album very often. Maybe mm-hmm. in, maybe over our winter break, I can do that. So for me, the streaming was just fine. But yeah, it holds up well. It was a good selection. We gave it a very positive review of the actual contents of the music. So definite must have. Yeah. The, the, I, I dinged it maybe a little harshly on our episode for the book, not being as good, Yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't think it is as good as the let it be book, which the let it be book is what I miss because I like you have not bought right. any of the let it be product. Of course, I've listened to it a lot streaming. But if I was going to buy something, let it be, it would definitely be uh, once again, the vinyl yeah, where they've too. given, given you the full uh, treatment, giving you every track that's on the other thing on the vinyl and you get four discs and a little EP disc on the vinyl. So yeah, I would, I would, I would have liked to actually, I would have liked to have, and I even had a pre-order in. And I would have liked to have kept that, but I ran into some money issues. Probably because I've been <laughs> probably because I've been spending all the money on the, all these other damn yeah know, books and, and books and stuff. Like and, yeah, yeah. So eventually, we'll probably pick it up. And it they're not cheap. You know, uh, we've talked about this before. The a lot of other artists have comparable types of collections, and they they don't cost two hundred dollars uh, for no. vinyl. So no. there's a Beetle premium that you're paying that's right. a, in a George Harrison premium. I think his were the most expensive out of anyone. Yeah. Yeah. But so I, I, yeah, you definitely get that Beetle premium. And I think part of it's because the books are so 
well-researched and spectacular right. and have great information and essays and all that kind of thing. Yeah. That it's almost like the book's the highlight. <laughs> you got to pay for the research and pay for the work that yeah. goes into it. So, um, but yeah, to all, all three are great gifts and yeah. Great. Uh, yeah. I if mean, you know somebody, they don't have these, they listen to CDs, they are, Oh, he's a vinyl guy and he doesn't have all things must pass in his collection to get any of these would be just uh, extremely great. Yes. Uh, and probably better gifts than either of the pr- way pricey from what you get Ringo EP, <laughs> <laughs> which we also did full yeah. reviews of. <laughs> That's right. Zoom in from back in March and change the world which a 10 inch final of just came out finally oh. on uh, 11, 19. So, um, <laughs> and what's the, what's that going for? That's like 12 bucks or something. Oh. And I don't know. It's it, whatever it is. It's too much <laughs> because uh, both of them are kind of average at best, not yeah. great, not terrible. Right. But this EP experiment, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I almost think you like you in, in an interview was like, yeah, I'm just doing EPs now. And then after the third EP comes out, maybe I'll put them all in an album. It's like, what are you even doing? Ringo? Yeah. It seems a little weird. And this, there is a cassette revival. So you can also get change the world in cassette now. So uh, awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, okay. So there, there's all that. Now other releases. Imagine came out again this year with a white vinyl release. Uh, which is only about 40 bucks on the linen site. And it has all of the same stuff that was on the Imagine uh, vinyl release uh, previously. So if you want Imagine on vinyl, that might be a good good one to buy yourself or buy someone else. There was also a uh, McCartney half-speed master of RAM, which I did get, and I like that a lot. That came out, uh, I don't know, I think it was in late spring or early summer. Mm-hmm. And so that was in line with the McCartney one that you had from last year, I think, was the Half Speed Master that you also liked. So those are, if you are if you have a Ram fan or a McCartney vinyl fan, the Half Speed Master of Ram is well worth picking up. Yeah, I uh, definitely. I like the Half Speed Master of McCartney. I, the only reason I didn't buy the Rams because I already had it. Right. And that's part of the problem we're running into a little bit is sometimes with these half speed masters. That's why I think I've seen Ram in stores still. Yeah. Uh, the half speed master version of it, probably because a lot of people have it. Yeah, exactly. It, it came out twice before that recently. It right. came out with the, you know, maybe 10 years ago now with the uh, two, two disc version. Um, and then it came out. The version I have is from, maybe three four years yeah, ago. just a couple so, years ago yeah, yeah. so kind of hard to uh, keep up with all that speaking of keep up with the mccartney three vinyl variants still <laughs> still trickling out and there was a recent video on their more most recent uh yellow vinyl which uh, would be out in local indie shops so if you are into collecting that i there are some mccartney three variants still coming out yep. year, a year later so uh go go grab some of those now here's a note more than anything is the dark horse label has revived itself and is now collecting some artists and it seems like what they're collecting is artists that of a sort of what we would you would say were be legacy artists uh of rock so Joe Strummer came out with a thing, Joe Strummer Assembly. That was the first, I think, Dark Horse label release. And I bought it and it's pretty good. Um, Also, Billy Idol, uh, (laughs) who's got an EP and I think a new Christmas album coming out on Dark Horse. So uh, interesting to see. I I only note that interesting to see what we get further from Dark Horse in the years coming. Well, yeah, I know they there was a big to do that they released some of the Ravi Shankar stuff a couple of years back, mm-hmm. uh, but they hadn't really done any of these the the rock type releases. So uh, yeah. it's good to see those starting to come out. Yeah, it's great to see Dark Horse revived. 
yeah, it's good. It's a good thing, I think. Okay, so that's that's all I had for Beatles releases. We'll get and we'll get into the other music releases of the year here in just a bit. But I, mm-hmm. I thought maybe we talk about some of these other things that are out now. The the first thing I want to talk about is if you get a, a master class annual membership, which the annual membership is 180 bucks for the year. Okay. But you get all these classes and one class taught by Ringo Starr. Yes. He's teaching drumming and creative collaboration. Okay. (laughs) How how do you think, how do you think this class is uh, depth wise? Uh, (laughs) It's, it's multiple classes, like multiple episodes, right? It's, yeah. yeah. It's kind of broken up. I'll be curious. I don't know. I, I, I have not seen if they have a trailer or anything that you can kind of get a glimpse they, of what he's they, they do. Okay. They have a trailer and I think you'll get some stories from Ringo, yeah, of course. And, yeah. that, and that's, if that's half the class, then if the class is like really, really drumming, perhaps it'd be worth it. Right now. I don't, the main reason I mentioned this is $180 seems steep except for you get all these other classes. Okay. And master class is actually pretty good. I think it mm. has a lot of good. Um, if you're in the creative arts, it's got a lot of good acting, writing classes. Joyce Carol Oates teaches a class, oh, which is okay. fascinating that I watched. There's a lot of cooking classes. So if you're into cooking, like I am, I've, I've done some stuff from the Thomas Keller class and from the, you know, there's a dozen of other people teaching very specific culinary like here's how you do this type of cooking you know that type of thing so so interesting uh master class there uh, yeah. so so give that a look maybe you've been uh, you know there's been lots of different people over the years involved with master class i think uh steve martin i think mm. uh you know lots of lots of different classes so go check it out but if you're I think if you're just paying $180 just to watch Ringo, then maybe, maybe skip, maybe not do it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I've got one item that I've still not put to use yet, but Mm -hmm. I got it for my birthday, which is the, I grew up loving Legos and I was, uh, you know, when I saw that there was going to be a beetle Lego, I thought, Ooh, this is interesting. And then sure enough, my mother uh, got it for me and it's of, the it's a big lego of the white album pictures and you the cool thing about it is you can make all four of the beetle inserts the pictures you can make all four of them with the parts that you have with the pieces you can't get all four of them at once of course but you can if you want to make it into george or paul or ringo or john uh, you can do that. And that's, that's pretty fun. So I'm excited. I haven't put it together. That'll be a good winter break project. Uh, I'm not sure who I'll put together first. Not sure. <laughs> yeah. Do you start with Ringo and then work your way up? That's what I might be thinking. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think that might be the way to go, but I, I was very excited to see Legos. So yeah. check out the beetle Lego. Now, Dave, I just sent you in the chat this. Uh, yeah, so I'm uh, this is a from uh, theory 11 playing cards Ooh, they now have the beatles playing cards and they're they're just like beautiful looking yeah premium playing cards and if you look like the king is uh paul there mm-hmm. and and uh you know, so <laughs> custom design all of the beatles represented in in these playing cards uh, and their uh, sergeant pretty, pepper are outfits yeah and then the queen is uh uh looks like john with glasses or something mm-hmm. So very beautiful and you can get these they're running for about four individual decks one of each color for 40 bucks or a box set of the special edition for a hundred dollars wow so but they do look very beautiful sleek for, yeah and sleek for expensive playing cards yeah um, <laughs> now of course we've got uh every every one of these websites have their shirts and their things for sale so i'm just pointing out a few of these beetles of course they have that uh the new let it be shirts and there's a couple really good ones on there maybe you want a rooftop concert one now mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty good um george harrison there's a, a dave i know you want the extra texture t-shirt 
I was looking for that gnome t-shirt. There was like a gnome long sleeve <laughs> yeah. t-shirt I saw there. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really like the dark horse zip hoodies look great. I have that, one. So. I've got oh, you do? I have, yeah, I have oh, I have wonderful. yeah. It's very yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, so I might I might have to uh, throw down on that. My dark horse shirt got damaged, so Ooh, I yeah. need something to replace that. Uh, John Lennon, uh, there's a few there. There's a really cool Peace, Love, Truth shirt on there, so check that one out. And then the McCartney, <laughs> the Hey Grand Dude merch, but then also yeah. uh, there's Baby Onesies, I one saw. of which says Teddy Boy, yeah. and the other one says Teddy Girl. Teddy girl, I love it. <laughs> that's that's really uh, great. So yeah, um, and you know, I, last year we had a lot of fun with uh, the stupidity of some of the pricing. Yeah, some of the like pricing fifty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Very so expensive. but we'll we'll uh, but I do think you can get some really good stuff on all these sites. Uh, George, uh, John, uh, and and Ringo. Yeah. Uh, there's some there's some good Ringo shirts too. So yep. uh check all that out. Now changing gears, unless you have any other gifts uh to talk no, about. No, th- that's all I've got. Cause then you've you know, there's the usual we we would recommend you look at the fest.com. The yes, uh, yes. Fest for Beetle fans has the catalog of every tchotchke and thing that you would want in there. So and the fest seems to be on for uh, at least the New York Fest seems yeah. to be like tickets are on sale, so you can you can uh, maybe actually go to the festival this year, right? Right. If you uh, uh, wish to do that, so uh, that that might be a really great uh, gift for the Beatles fan. It's like, hey, come come, let's go to the fest together. So mm-hmm. uh, this year has been uh, an absolute waterfall of of releases, both new artists, old artists, and reissues out the wazoo so i i don't even know where to start with all this but maybe we'll let's talk about some of the reissues first if that's uh, okay with you yeah one of the reissues that i bought this year dave was Joni mitchell the reprise albums 1968 to 1971 she's released a uh, now a couple of these sets of her older outtakes but this was a four lp box set that had uh Song to a Seagull, Clouds, Ladies of the Canyon, and Blue in it. Blue, of the course, great, one of the greatest great albums ever. Yeah. Um, and Song to a Seagull was totally remixed with her approval because she didn't like the mix, the original mix of it. And that's really improved that album for me. So of all of the reissues, that's probably the one I've spun the most. Uh, do, do you have a reissue? of? Yeah, I kind of put mine all in one. I just had two kind of, there are a lot of general ones. There were, there were some Grateful Dead ones, uh, but along the same lines as your Joni Mitchell, I put kind of West, these are West Coast releases here and friends and one-time bedmates of Joni Mitchell. Uh, I put together one of my favorite albums of all time is Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young's Deja Vu. Yeah. And that got a big 50th anniversary reissue with extra tracks and a lot of stuff on it yeah some really good extra tracks and i did yes. give that a little bit of a listen and some of the early versions of some of those tunes are just terrific on this yes one. yes and my top one for the year would be is from the same group actually uh, one of the members was neil young's carnegie hall concert from oh yeah december 4th 1970 it's just him acoustic and it's it really is like you're sitting in there with them like it's hard to believe these things were just held for so long for 50 years yeah uh, it's a great recording of him playing solo songs from that time new songs that hadn't really been recorded yet some buffalo springfield some csn and y and 22 songs of just like an intimate night with neil young is just fantastic sound quality excellent yeah i think we're in this great era where almost we need to uh, separate the reissues to there's these uh, album sort of reflection, like the uh, replies albums or the, the album that comes out the like the, the all things must pass. But then there's these new concert releases as if the concert was just yesterday. Yeah. 
one of my favorite of the year just came out the Bruce Springsteen legendary no nukes concert. Yes. Yeah. Came out from 1979 and is just terrific. So, yeah. Um, and that that was a that has the Jackson Brown stuff on it or has everything yeah. else. All the other groups have played there. That was I remember just seeing video clips of that, but never having the I didn't buy the album back in the day. And I, I, I'm so glad that's now come out because that was one of Bruce's great shows. Yeah. And just Cl- Clarence Clemens at his best. And yes. just uh, fantastic. Uh, also just came out. Have to mention the David Bowie era five set. Brilliant Adventures came out. And I'm chomping at the bit to get this, Dave. I've been streaming it all week. <laughs> uh, it's got a lot of his uh, more ignored and underrated 90s work, including Black Tie, White Noise, Buddha of Suburba, Suburbia, and uh, the Buddha of Suburbia. And one of my favorites is uh, his album Outside. So fantastic stuff. A little pricey. Uh, uh, 350 is what it is. Ooh. So ho- hopefully the price drops so I can, uh, after Christmas, maybe I can buy myself a little <laughs> present there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then new releases. Uh, I think there's new. Uh, this is almost separated, too. There's like new releases, but older artists, legacy artists. And then there's right. new releases, new artists. And a couple of great releases just came out david and one of them is this uh robert plant allison krauss raise the roof did you like the first robert plant allison krauss album i did yeah i like uh allison krauss i like her stuff uh and that that was a, a good pairing i was kind of doubtful when it first came out i thought mm, i don't know how this yeah. is going to work with a bluegrass singer and performer with robert plant but it worked well and so I, I have not heard the new one yet. I'm excited to hear it. Check it uh, out. Some of the reviews are like, it's even better. Oh, great. And the great. original. And I, I like it so far. I, I, when I, it's one of those things where I like need a little more time with it. But I got the I got the Target vinyl, which had two extra songs on it. So um, amazing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, tight band and, you know, T-Bone Burnett uh, produced it just like the previous effort. So that's great. That one's good. And then the other sort of like legacy artist, which with a new great album is Lindsey Buckingham. Oh, yeah. You're a big fan. I know this is. And I didn't know this until I was like researching it for this episode. But the album is 100 percent Lindsey Buckingham. No other performer on it. And it is great. And uh, there's the song on the wrong side. Sounds like an old Fleetwood Mac classic that was lost. And I really like Swan Song as well. So definitely check out that Lindsey Buckingham hmm. album. I've become uh, more of a fan of his solo work in the last few years than um, I kind of ignored his solo work as if it was goofiness, <laughs> but um, like Holiday Road. But uh, <laughs> oh, well, it, it, it is catchy. It is catchy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, before I do any others, what are a couple of the ones you were listening to this year of? For uh, new releases. Yeah, some new things. So, uh, you know, I read it. I'm curious about your thoughts on this. This is a little bit philosophical, but there was an article in The Guardian recently. I read, is there too much culture? Or is it, and the, the person, the writer was saying, it's just overwhelming almost to try to keep up with things because of social media that how do I follow all the music releases? There's just so many things. And who, who are all these new groups and who are all these new performers? It's really hard to follow. Uh, do you feel that way? I mean, you've, you kind of said it a little bit. That it's just overwhelming. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with it. It really is. And I think it's in, in some way, if you understand, well, it's impossible to keep up with. <laughs> just accept that uh, right straight that, out yeah <laughs> and that there are venues that you could go to if you're interested in new music there's paste music i would re- highly recommend is a great site that usually each week has here's some stuff give it a try and a little good re- just descriptor of what it is and then pitchfork yeah which is a sort of standby. a standby uh, uh, a mostly indie focused Web, a website that I think does a good job. And then for like releases, like legacy, like uh, reissue type releases, I think the second disc mm. and super deluxe editions are both, both good websites as far as that, but it yeah. is hard to keep up with all the releases. It really is. It is. And so I, I almost get to the point where I don't even 
want to seek out anything because it's just too much. And I, I already have such a back catalog of things that I like to, <laughs> you know, I still haven't even gotten into, but I can at least point out a couple of newer album or new albums that I, I did like and did listen to kind of the, what the critics said. I said, well, all right, what are the best, re- best releases of the year? And I checked out a couple. So uh, one is the weather station. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the album is called ignorance and it's a canadian woman who now has a she's sort of a folks avant-garde folk singer and then now recorded this album ignorance with a band and it sounds great i really like it it's kind of Joni mitchell-esque maybe that's why i like it mm. but but more yeah. but more uh i don't know a little different subject matter in some ways so i like that a lot and then the other one was Lake Street Dive, which I know is popular group too. And I, a friend of mine told me I, I get recommendations a lot from friends, and they told me, "Oh, you got to check out this album." Obviously, and it it's quirky. I, I like some of the tunes. Well, that's good. Uh, it's like uh, you're recommending to me those two because I I had not listened to either of those, um, and I guarantee you haven't heard any of the ones I'm about to mention. No. So uh, first one, and this album is definitely the one I listened to the most this year of any album, and it's Buck Meek, Two Saviors. Hands down my most listened to album. Try the song Candle from that album. Really great. And Buck Meek is the guitar player from Big Thief, who I brought up many times. Yeah, you've played. Yeah, I've talked about. I'm a big fan of. Um, And his solo effort, I thought, okay, I'll get this. Maybe it'd be okay. And I love it. It's just mm-hmm. fantastic. Uh, a great, great uh, record there. Sorry I missed him live, but I wasn't feeling well. Um, and then another artist I have liked previously, Laura Marling. Well, she's done this project called Lump. It's Laura Marling and this guy, Mike Lindsay, and they have an album Animal, and it's more of a elect. It's electronic sort of influenced, but the... Uh, melodies are really fantastic and the uh, subject matter uh, really, really great uh, uh, sort of folk and electronic music and experimental music kind of like coming together to make these great tunes. So try that one out. Animal from Lump. Hmm. Animal, uh, Climb Every Walls. Just thumbs way up a song from that. Mm -hmm. Japanese Japanese breakfast, this group uh, uh, in their album Jubilee. <laughs> yeah, it's an indie group. Uh, the band leader is Michelle Zahner. And you think like a small band. No, it's like feels like a big epic band here hmm. with horns and the whole thing. And it's quite a joyful album. If you, if you definitely if you're ever down, plop that album on and you'll suddenly be uplifted. Um, I love that. Some first song, Paprika. Hmm. And then. You want to talk uplifted. If you love guitar, uh, you got to check out Umdau Mokhtar. <laughs> M-D-O-U-M-O-C-T-O-R. It's a two-reg songwriter from uh, Niger mm-hmm. uh, who performs ma- modern adaptations of sort of like these uh, two-reg guitar music. Um, and, he, and it's sung in a foreign language. You can get translations and if you get the translations, it's really you realize, oh, these are very important songs about what's going on in Africa today. Mm. Uh, but the music is so great. My friend Joe Phillips texted me and he's like, dude, you've got to check these guys out. And since then, I've like uh, checked out a couple. They had like a couple live stream live concerts where they just like went outside and then the townspeople just came and like, oh, something's going on. And which reminded me of uh the Beatles of just yeah, like starting yeah. to play. And then all of a sudden people are like, Oh, what's going on? Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> so uh, you got to yeah. check it out though, David. If you wrote all this down. Yeah, absolutely. That one you're, you're going to flip over because it's okay. really, really great. Uh, really great guitar music. Cool. Well, yeah, there's so many. I mean, I, I tossed around all others as well. And I'll just, I'll just finish by saying the other side of me is my classical side. So uh, the big, thing released this year although it actually came out in 2020 but the physical product came out was uh charles ives who's my main oh, research yeah. uh what i do most of my scholarly research on 
Now they released uh, the Los Angeles Philharmonic with Gustavo Dudamel, who's the famous it conductor these days, kind of the, for he's Venezuelan and very famous, very telegenic and kind of the hot star of classical music conducting recorded all four Ive symphonies with the Los Angeles Philharmonic. And I'm writing a review of it. So it's, I, I think it's fantastic. And a great set. So I've got lots of classical recommendations. If anybody wants to email, I'm happy to send it, those. I, just curious, do those? Are you streaming those, or do you get get those on uh, physical product? I did actually buy uh, some of the classical ones. In fact, there's a couple. There's a another pianist, an Icelandic pianist named Vikingur Olafsson, who's I have all of his on vinyl. They're beautifully done. Uh, yeah, the the they're just gorgeous sound on Deutsche gramophone really wonderful uh yeah I, so I, I do actually buy some of the really nice classical ones and for this one I did for the Ives of course it's Ives so I did buy the CD because I needed the notes and then I took apart the notes in my reviews so yeah <laughs> there <were> some mistakes <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well so. I yeah some uh like you said so hard to keep up with I, I like used to be as as into classical as, yeah. as you back in the day, and I yep. haven't bought any or listened to any classical in a while, and so I, I should really get back into that. We didn't even talk about jazz, and no, there's, you know, so every many. year it seems like every year there's like, oh my god, this uh, unearthed uh, uh, John Coltrane, thing. yes, Miles Davis thing or Bill yeah. Evans or it's, yeah, it's just. Uh, and yeah, Pat Matheny. Pat Matheny has a new album that's supposed to be great too. So yeah, so much. Yeah, it's it's there's more than ever. So it's becomes harder than ever to keep up with it. Yeah, and in a way, you become almost disheartened. Like, oh, I'm never going to be able to get to it. I know. But in another way, if you're like, say, you're just a fan of the Beatles, <laughs> congratulations, you've got twenty hours of fresh. Uh, never before heard or newly remixed, ma- remixed, remastered stuff to just enjoy. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so yeah. putting it all together here with with 2021 is just uh, the, a huge amount of stuff to dissect and digest. And the Beatles, it could be the top year that we've had in many, many years. Yeah, I think it probably is. I mean. 1970 i mean first like new stuff coming yeah. out you know it's probably not you know <laughs> not gonna match like 1970 or something no, like no. that where all of the solo albums came out and let it be as well and there were so, four of them alive and releasing stuff too yeah so as, as uh, but you know uh volume wise it's definitely <laughs> the largest and kind of hard to keep up with yeah. So. so that's why our next episode, as you mentioned, will be a review and discussion of the Get Back series documentary. And we'll get into all the, the things that I'm I'm dying to tell you right now that I just can't. I'm going to hold myself and yeah. not say stuff. Yeah. Uh, but we, you and I both have so much to say about it. And uh, yeah. we know you. So as we close up here, reminder, please send us your thoughts about the get back peter jackson documentary you can through i've got a beatles podcast at hotmail or.com to our facebook page we're going to post a link or a thread to get that going and want to hear your thoughts before we uh, get into it ourselves yes dave a couple other things quick to plug Uh, of course song album career um on youtube that's our channel we've got uh five episodes about to be six episodes uh, yes as the we're gonna do a drop ball to just tell you what it is career jimmy hendrix is about to come out yeah uh, and that That was a fun one a really great one yeah it was a fun one and uh fun to edit too um and then i was watching youtube the other day dave and i saw memorable records David Thurmeyer on <laughs> Let It Be. So um, Memorable Records. And who's the host of Memorable Records? That's Yes, hosted by Anton Garcia Fernandez, who is a professor of Spanish at University of Tennessee at Martin. And mm-hmm. we had a delightful conversation. He's a friend, good friend of the show who's we've emailed a bunch back and forth. And he wanted to have me on to talk about 
the let it be stuff and where it fits in the box Beatles box set and a whole bunch of other things we get into about whether the you know classical music and the Beatles and it was just fun to get into so highly recommend his podcast because uh, it's he's got he gets into a lot of interesting topics too yeah and and some some of his he's got a lot of different shows out here a lot of shows on different music he gets into jazz a, lo- a lot more than uh we yeah, ever do big jazz well. guy mm-hmm. big jazz guy so uh uh check that out and uh, if you're sp- spanish speaking there's a lot of spanish speaking yeah. uh shows as well so lots of different topics so try anton if you search for Anton G dot dash F dot, that's how you can subscribe to his uh, channel and uh, uh, view all of his uh, many great YouTube kind of in fact, here's a foreign language teaching series here mm-hmm. on teaching Spanish in Switzerland, which is very wow. interesting. So lots of interesting stuff there. So I'm a, I'm going to be checking more of them out, but I re- thoroughly enjoyed yeah. checking Dave out <laughs> and not, I like sitting back and relaxing and just listening to Dave and uh, Anton talk. So yeah, it was very fun. Yeah. So, well, great. So let us know what your thoughts are. Let us know your, uh, what gifts you're going to buy your favorite Beatle fan or yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause there's a lot of stuff here. Or and us, you can say us. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you our addresses if you want to buy us stuff. <laughs> yep. So, uh, so somebody thanks. wants to send me that Bowie set, please do. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, listening to us today on our gifts episode. And as I say, we'll our our probably final episode of well, maybe one or two more, but certainly the next one in the the episode list will be our get back discussion. So yeah, uh, hopefully you'll uh, look forward to that and we will be back at you soon with that episode. So thanks again for listening.